When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. New York is the city that never sleeps and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. Welcome to another episode of WFAN Daily with Pete Hoffman as uh, filling in for Sal Licata. Please like, subscribe, review, whatever you do, whenever you log in and listen to a podcast, go and do that right now for us. Rate us. Love us. Uh, you could also email us, wfandaily at gmail.com with all your emails that we do a mailbag once a week, and Sal will go through them. And we will discuss all your questions that you have for us. Plus, you can now start to leave voicemails. That's right. Leave voice messages for us. And we will play them on air or on the podcast. And then we'll, we will uh, respond to them. 725-222-8699. That's 725-222-8699. Now that we got all the plugs out of the way. Let's talk some hockey. That's right. The New York Rangers, the Islanders, Devils, Flyers, they played at the at MetLife for the stadium series over the weekend, and it was a win for hockey. That's right. The NHL put together arguably the best sporting event in all of sports. The NHL put together the perfect event. It was fun, entertaining. Everyone seemed to have bought into it. Two days in a row of near sellouts at MetLife. You're talking about a stadium that you're sitting in the nosebleeds and you can't really see what's going on the ice, but yet people still wanted to go and see it and visualize it, be up close in person. I watched it on TV, but still I had a great experience. The halftime shows were good. There was just enough traction. The jerseys were awesome. Like, I I sat there and I said, the New York Ranger jersey is one of the most glorious jerseys I've seen in years. Like, they've done a good job with the third jersey, the alternate jerseys, but this new one was awesome. The Islanders jersey, awesome. The Devils jersey, awesome. The Flyers always suck because it's Philadelphia. But that's besides the point. The other jerseys were awesome. They did a great job. The acts, the musical acts they threw in there, Gas, Gaslight Anthem, Jonas Brothers, whatever. Like, it was all 
good enough. And for hockey fans, there were zero complaints. Like, the, I can't think of what like we've we've seen some hockey games outdoors maybe visually wasn't appealing to you know the players on the ice maybe it's a little too windy maybe it's a little too snowy whatever the case is no the fans got everything high scoring games i mean the ranger islander game was was went to overtime it was a great comeback you had fights you had no brawls but fights you had a little bit of everything and that's what you're looking for when it comes down to promoting your league to make the, at at the very least, make the diehard fans happy. You went through an NBA All-Star game, NBA All-Star weekend, where no one cared. We're at the end of one of the signature events in sports, the the NBA All-Star dunk contest. At the end of it, people said, we need to just eliminate the dunk contest. It's done. Nobody cares about the dunk. The NBA players don't care about the dunk contest anymore. If the NBA players don't care about it, then nor should the fans. Nobody cared. The three-point contest had a little buzz, which is good, so build off of that. But the fact is that you had so many people crapping on the NBA All-Star Weekend that that the actual final score at the final tally, Adam Silver came out and seemed kind of like, hey, here you go, you scored the most points. Like, there was zero buzz, zero positivity. Now, listen, the courts look badass, but that didn't make the game better. You can make the court look cool. You can make the surrounding look cool. But make it entertaining for the fan. Uh, listen, I know it's an exhibition, but still, the Pro Bowl, garbage. It's not a flag football game. For baseball, you have the home run derby that still has a little buzz. The game itself, not so great, but it's still one of the more pure or uh, pure exhibition games that, that takes place. You put together you know, a game that you have to play somewhat competitive. It's sports now are coming to a point where even the big non-exhibition games, the in-season tournament in the NBA, nobody cared about. The Lakers barely cared about it. And they won the freaking thing. The Super Bowl, one of the biggest events of all time. The the amount of criticism it got for the lead up, nobody cared. The game was good, but then people were still confused with the rules and all this other garbage. And people complained about the the halftime show and too many this, too much that. It's amazing how much was criticized. Now, listen, the eyes on the Super Bowl, I know, are non, you can't compete with that. But when it comes to a product that pleases all its fans, it's the NHL. They're finding ways to make it cooler, sexier. And if they can find a way to keep on building that. I know you can't do stadium series every day, every week. It just can't happen. You have the winter classics. But you can build off of it and continue to grow NH- the NHL. I understand the the major factor here. The reason why the NHL just cannot grow like other sports is because it's so freaking expensive. Listen, my kid, six years old, wants to play hockey. 
I don't know if I want to commit to another sport where I have to spend thousands of dollars a year. I don't know if I want to do that. For for what? So he could play a few years and then, you know, either shift to a different sport or just give it up give up on it in total? Like I, I don't know. I want him to play. I, I like watching him play sports, but it just hockey needs to find the way, and they do a good job. They're trying to uh, the play sixty, if I'm correct, that's what it's called. It's play sixty, where they um, the institute the to start out. They give you like it's a it's a good deal. It's a good way to introduce yourself to hockey and a kid to hockey. And I think they give you like a nice, you know, training to start it off. I think it's six six lessons or whatever it is, and they give you a nice package. It's not bad. But then from there, the kids keep on getting bigger. The skates keep on getting more expensive. The sticks keep on breaking. They get more expensive. The equipment gets bigger. It's just it's just a routine. We've all gone there before. And it's all sports. It's not just hockey, but hockey definitely is the one that that costs the most. You know, t- to, to get ice time, to get a good trainer, to get a good coach, you need to have a lot of money. So that's the first... That's the, the the biggest downfall of the NHL is they do need to find a way to make it more easily passable to afford, easily affordable. That's what it is. Not passable, but easily affordable to play the game. And once they can figure that out, once maybe, maybe the NHL is going to step in a little bit more and you know donate some more money. Open the door to to more kids, to more youth. Because the game is still special. The game is fun. Listen, Rangers, Islanders, Devils, it's a great rivalry. No matter which three of the the teams are playing each other, it's a fantastic rivalry rivalry locally. And once once the season opens up and once the playoffs start, it's just one of the best sports of all time. It's it's one of those things where hockey fans sit there and and pout there and you know stick their chest out and say, "Have you watched the hockey playoffs? It's one of the best seasons ever." And it's true, but not un- not enough people are interested because not enough experience it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Now, as far as other things going on, we talked a little bit about uh, Blake Snell and Pete Alonzo earlier on the Brandon Tierney and, Sal- and uh, Salicata show with Chris Lepresti filling in for Salicata. The Blake Snell stuff, and this is where we, as a ba- as baseball as a whole, really have to start to think of what is the plan of action here, because. You're you're now going into almost the first week of spring training, and many high level free agents are still available. The Blake Snells, the Cody Bellingers, the Jordan Montgomerys. I'm not saying they're the be all end all to players in in baseball, but they are the top end free agents. It just is what it is. Those are the guys that are available right now, and they still haven't signed. And are they going to get this big? 
big splash of money coming their way? Or do they have to sit there and take short deals? Have the, another prove it type of year. You know, I said this on on the Rico Bronya podcast uh, that Evan hosts a few months, uh, maybe a month ago. Why don't the Mets just go and try to get Blake Snell for a one year deal? Like it's at that point in time where I don't know who really wants to take that risk on him, who can afford to take that risk on him. The teams that would be able to spend that type of money, the Dodgers, they don't need him or they don't need to go spend that money to go bring him in. The Yankees clearly are in discussion to do that, and there's some other teams out there that that could have interest, but do they really want to spend nine years, $270 million? No, they don't. They don't want to do it, whether it's because they know what others don't. Maybe Blake Snell is not, you know, maybe his trajectory is he's only got another three or four years left of success. He's a two-time Cy Young Award winner, but does that mean he has the capability to be a pitcher till he's 40 years old? Jordan Montgomery, his level of success has been recent. He pitched well with Texas. He pitched okay with St. Louis. But with the Yankees, he was okay. He's he's getting better. He has gotten better. But is that enough where you look at a Carlos Rodon and see Carlos Rodon had two back-to-back seasons of greatness and then went to the Yankees, barely pitched, and when he did, he pitched like crap. So a lot of these teams, a lot of the they're seeing through the we can't afford to take those level that level of risk anymore. We can't put a team together, invest money into guaranteed money because remember baseball is guaranteed, right? That's the there's no salary cap. You 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 got all the tax hits, but there's still no salary cap, and all the money is guaranteed unless you're Aaron Boone and you hurt your you know you tear your ACL playing basketball. Or unless you're, you're one of Cespedes and you have a, you know, a wild boar attack you when you break your ankle that way. That's the only way you get out of deals. Otherwise, you put your money down and you lose it. And, and Steve Cohen did that with Verlander, Verlander and Scherzer. And he just, you know, he gave away money. He's still paying it off. It is what it is. And, and that's why the Mets kind of are sitting back and not going out of their way to go buy these players. But if it's a case of going and spending for one-year deals, this is where Steve Cohen should be able to show his worth, should be able to show who he really is. I'm not sitting there and saying that the Mets have to go and get Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery and Cody Bellinger, but it wouldn't hurt to get one of those three guys I'm not Cody Bellinger. I really don't want Cody Bellinger. I don't think he's worth it. For a year, though, I take a risk. The pitching, I think, is more important. The arms are more important because the one thing that wasn't available last year was the arms. You can never have too many arms. You need bats, but you also have a lot of talent that's on the up and up with the Mets. So you have to look at these guys now, and do you take a year risk? Here's the thing is, who is Blake Snell signing for? If he go, does does Blake Snell, and this is what ultimately Scott Boris and Blake Blake Snell have to think of right now. Those type of guys, Blake Snell is now a two-time Cy Young Award winner. Does Blake Snell, if he takes a one-year deal, 
Does he go to a team that has an opportunity to win a, a World Series? Like the Yankees? Or can Steve Cohen, this is, and this is where Steve Cohen right now can change the trajectory of this team and do what we've all wanted as a Met fan to do. Spend a little bit more money. Say, Blake, we're going to give you the same one-year deal as far as we're not going to maybe a second year with an option type of thing, but we'll give you one year, but we'll come close to doubling the money. We'll give you another 10 mil on top of whatever the Yankees are giving you. And that's where Steve Cohen can make a huge difference year to year. Play the smart game with going out and making sure that your farm system is building and getting better while you sneak in someone that maybe can get you a really good year out of them, a prove-it year, they could still have a payday for one year at least. Why not go for the team that can offer you more? And then that automatically makes the Mets more competitive. Everyone that's sitting there saying, oh, the Mets are terrible. Oh, the Mets are awful. The Mets are an 80-win team. I'm not a fan of Blake Snell for a long-term contract, but if he does join the team, you could pencil him in for, for another five wins. They're a mediocre team. Guess what? The NL is all mediocre. It's top-heavy. It's the Braves. It's the Dodgers. You want to throw the Phillies in? Okay, fine. That's four teams. That's four. That's a, that's not even four teams. That's three teams. There's other spots that the Mets can sneak in and be mediocre just like anybody else. And then you add a Blake Snell. You, add, I don't know if you wanted to add a Jordan Montgomery, but the Blake Snell is more likely because Jordan Montgomery, I'm not really sure where he's at. I'm not really sure if he'd take a one-year deal. Blake Snell might have to because he'll get overpaid for that one year. And the Yankees could do it too. The Yankees could easily do it. But the Yankees are unwilling to take the financial risk of that for one year. They already have their money spread out. I don't think they can afford that for one year, while the Mets definitely, with Steve Cohen, has proven they can. So we still have a long way to go with these free agents. But if they start making these one-year deals, it could change the trajectory for the Mets' 2024 season and the Yankees can add some more depth to that team to make them a better contender for the World Series, for this all-in season. Thanks again for listening to WFAN Daily. Again, it's Pete Hoffman filling in for Sal Licata. You can always follow me at HoffWFAN. But go email us, WFANDaily at gmail.com or leave us voice messages at 725-222-8699. And don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, whatever you like to do, just go do it. Thanks for listening to another episode of WFAN Daily.